Hello and welcome back to TGC Q&A, a podcast from the Gospel Coalition, where each week you'll find conversations between members of our council and friends who provide their unique biblical perspective on your most pressing spiritual questions. I'm your host, Stephen Morales, and on today's episode, we're joined by Jackie Hill Perry and Jen Pollock michelle as they answer the question, how should Christians respond to a culture of outrage? Jackie, how should Christians respond to the culture of outrage today? I think, one, there has to be the expectation of it. There was outrage in Jesus' day. They Mm -hmm. couldn't believe that he was saying the things that he was saying. Drink his blood, eat his flesh. Mm -hmm. What what are you trying to say? Is he making himself uh, one with God? And so I think the claims of Scripture do uh, Mm -hmm. merit some kind of outrage. Um, But also, I think... The claims of scripture are offensive where sometimes the outrage in my mind is a easily like being easily offended by things that make you offended, mm-hmm. you know. And so to say that uh, we should submit to the spirit of God and not, you know, submit to our sexual temptations. That sounds crazy. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds like foolery. Mm -hmm. And so I would expect a natural man to react to that Mm -hmm. um, in a way that is loud and abrasive um, because it's offensive. Mm -hmm. There's so many different kinds of outrage, right? Like there's a legitimate kind of, well, I don't want to say legitimate, but I say expected sort of outrage. Like Mm -hmm. you're saying, when we encounter a claim Mm -hmm. of God, the the claim of God on our lives, like you said, the natural man sort of feels outraged Mm -hmm. that 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 could be, that his life could be demanded of him. I mean, I'm thinking about the rich young ruler. Yeah. You know, I don't know if he felt outraged, Mm -hmm. but you know, Jesus essentially said. He felt some type of way. He he left, right? Um, And definitely went away sad. So I think about like the outrage of, um, I think I was sharing with you, Fleming Rutledge was saying, you know, sometimes we're outraged too little Hmm. um, when things like are unjust Hmm. and and broken in this world that the only proper response to that is outrage, Hmm. you know, and in fact, I think we could even think of the cross as an example of God's outrage against sin, you know, so there's. That's legitimate. And the prophets. And the prophets. They were outraged often. They were often outraged. But the irony is in culture today is like, we're not outraged about the right things, Mm -hmm. right? Like we are outraged for when people offend us personally, when people, I don't know. I mean, what do you think about that? How do we, how do you see that in in your social media feeds? Like, how do you see a culture of outrage that is illegitimate? Yeah. Um, Honestly, I think it's it's just this hypersensitive culture um, where we want to police language mm. that we would prefer not to hear. Mm. Um, should people be careful about what they say? Absolutely. So we should be careful and gentle. Um, I think Timothy speaks to that. Like the way you speak to your opponent should be spirit led. Mm. Um, but I do really, I really do believe that um, when the scripture talks about in Romans one, how people will suppress the truth by mm. their own unrighteousness. I think in some ways this outrage is a kind of suppression mm. where let me be loud enough louder than you let yes. me be more intellectual than you let me let me be so aggressive that it mm. moves you to silence and i think that's the temptation yes is that when telling the truth uh merits this kind of outrage and this aggressiveness from people mm. as a human being i don't want to be yelled at yeah 
I don't want to be offensive. Yeah. I don't want to be I don't want to be treated a particular way for what I believe. And so I have two options. I either speak into the outrage and why it exists mm-hmm. or I be quiet. Mm. And I don't think God would prefer the latter. Mm. Yeah. I was thinking when you're saying like loud, that's like how outrage gets things yeah. done a, a lot, you know, and that is so counter to God's way of love, mm. you know, that love is the way that he gets things done in the world. And that doesn't always look like, oh, happy, clappy. I never say any hard words, right. you know, because the prophets mm. said a lot of hard words mm-hmm. in love. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like and it, this is something we talk about even in our family with our kids. It's just like anger is not a wrong thing. Mm. You know, there's a um, anger is a, you know, a light on your dashboard, something's going wrong. Mm. You know, it, it requires deeper investigation mm-hmm. though. And one of the things that I'm always telling my kids and truthfully always telling myself mm. is that anger just doesn't get God's work done well. You know, the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. And yeah. and I would love to legitimate my anger. And mm. I feel very like, you know, you feel that kind of rush almost of adrenaline yeah. sometimes when outrage and anger is animating you. But yeah. I feel like there's gotta be that hesitation Hmm. to just say, okay, like, Hmm. what's this really about? Um, Is this about me being offended that my name has been, you know, um, offended in some way? Or is it, is that God's holiness has Hmm. been offended? Like, I think a lot of the outrage we'd start to see evaporate Hmm. when we really looked deeper. What would you say to those who lack righteous anger or righteous outrage at the things our neighbors being abused or aborted or oppressed Mm. like what would you say Mm -hmm. to the christian who i would say that's like a whole piece of our formation too that Mm. like what spiritual formation means is like we learn to love what god loves Mm. and we learn to hate what god hates and it's both of those you know and and the only way we do that is reading scripture Mm. i really think because um i don't learn to love what god loves until i'm in the word and hate what god hates until i I'm in the word in church. And I mean, there are obviously other disciplines mm-hmm. um, that are involved, but I think that's a really good point because it's really easy to sort of forget, like that's the other side of the corn mm-hmm. coin, you know, loving what God loves and hating what he hates. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not hating injustice mm-hmm. and oppression mm-hmm. and violence and poverty and also spiritual alienation, mm-hmm. like that I'm not yet, you know, walking in the heart of God. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine that uh, being around people who have a response, even a visceral response to particular things, Christians that we love and know and trust, being in their presence and asking them the why, mm. I think could show us why we don't have that why. Mm-hmm. You know, why Why does my heart not respond yeah. to these kinds of things? Why, why do I not care? Yeah. Um, and maybe that would help us all to become outraged about what we should be outraged about. Mm-hmm. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of TGC Q&A. To submit a question that you'd like to hear answered on this podcast, send us a message on Twitter or Instagram, or email us at ask@tgc.org. At and remember to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Thanks again for listening to today's episode, and we hope you'll join us again next week.